All right. Hey there, everyone. Today we have um, a, an exciting topic and an exciting guest. My dear old friend, David Sandercott is joining us and he is going to share his knowledge all about Bitcoin, which is such a mystery these days. It's so popular and it's talked about in the news all the time, um, but it's a mystery to most people. And David has the answers to our questions. <laughs> So all of our answers, right? Yeah, yeah. Inquiring minds want to know. We went to uh, David. So you trade in it, right? You have well, some of your own. Yeah, let me just say in no way is anything I'm saying financial advice. In no way am I an expert in Bitcoin. Um, I'm extremely passionate about the space. I have all of my money invested in it. I may have over been a little overzealous. <laughs> and um and uh, yeah, I'm happy to answer your questions and, and mostly just kind of clear up the myths. And I, I, I think based on the question you asked me to clear up the myths and the misconceptions and, and let's just get really clear on what Bitcoin is and, and what it can do for you and right. me and everybody else. Sure. Yeah, to start, that's the mystery is what is it? I mean, I know people that are very astute in finance and they don't understand Bitcoin. They don't understand what it is. So can you explain that? Yeah, start off with that because we, you know, we're at least I am very ignorant on this topic. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just talk. Let's just have a fire. You know, I mean, and, and let's just be honest. Let's be a let's, you know, the astute financial advisor, not one gave people advice to buy Bitcoin 10 years ago, five years ago. <laughs> or even three years ago. So how mm -hmm. astute are they? My friend, right. when he graduated college, he told his financial advisor he wanted $5,000 in Amazon. The, the financial advisor says, I, I like um, uh, Cisco. And I, okay, put it in Cisco. He would be, a, you know how different his life would be? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's like the number one thing in life is to manage your money, know your business. Don't turn that over to someone else. Maybe give it over to a professional. I understand there are people that get rich and retire from doing a very conservative financial advisor, but generally those people, they know what they're doing and they have a specific plan and they're working it. Right. Sure. Okay. So does that make sense? Why? I yep. mean, I have to say that because there's so much ignorance out there, I feel like yep. on, on Bitcoin in general, and so many people, they just parrot the mainstream media. It's, it's like, you cannot get your information right. from the mainstream media, period, the end, you know? Right. How so, does it work, David? <laughs> fill, fill us in. I don't know if that's an accurate description of what actually is going to happen right oh. now. But. <laughs> but we're going to try. And we do have the disclaimer at the end of the video. He's not a financial expert. He is not trying to tell anyone what to do or how to spend their money. Yeah. Um, we're just having a good time. And, and we're Kimber and I were, have been long been curious about Bitcoin. So David's just kind yeah. of filling in the blanks for us. And I'm not even a bisque. Bitcoin expert. I am compared to you two, though. So this is good. <laughs> yes, you are. Thanks a lot. Dig, dig. <laughs> so, you know, what is Bitcoin? So there's the blockchain, right? And the blockchain is a database. And Bitcoin and is a protocol. Okay. So for people listening, if you know more about this than me, again, I'm not an expert on this, but I am thrilled to be talking about it. And if I say something wrong, you know, let these people, let Kelly know and, and you know, correct me. Yeah, we invite people to, you know, share in the conversation in the comments below, but I'm sure you, if you're trading in it, you know, way more than most anyone. And yes, there are experts. I forget his last name, Andreas 
Um, and I think his last name begins with an A too. He's, you know, I've listened to him and tried to understand it, but even it, I think well, you don't understand it unless you do it. it. Hey, this is Kelly. So what is a Bitcoin? Well, some say it's not a currency, but according to Wikipedia, Bitcoin is a currency. And then some say Bitcoin is an asset that may be used as a currency. It's so confusing to the novice like me. It's a currency, it's not a currency. It's an asset that can buy a currency or it's a currency that can buy an asset. What is it? Let's see what David has to say about this. Let's just hear his thoughts. So blockchain is it's a database, right? And right. Bitcoin is a, a protocol. And think of it like a ledger or think of it like Uber has the biggest taxi service in the world but they don't own a taxi, right? Like Airbnb has the biggest vacation rental. They don't own vacation rental, okay? So Bitcoin is a monetary system, right? It's, 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 it's a system. You understand how like the reason why McDonald's is successful is because of the system that it sells with McDonald's, right? It's a decentralized monetary system that solves all the world's current financial problems. So let's just say that. Now, how do we buy it? Okay, well, well that's a great question if you, do, if you don't want to get into it, but that's the thing that's so powerful about Bitcoin is, is that it's a movement and the energy behind it. It's, that's what makes it powerful. It's a movement. It's, it's more than just a thing. And then, so people will say, but it's, I like tangible assets. Okay. Right. Who doesn't like real estate? You know, of, of course, I, I get it. Bitcoin has gone up a million percent over the last 10 years. This, is an, this was an opportunity for people to get wealthy and to make money, right? And, and they did. Bitcoin made billionaires. And it's not going away. Countries are adopting it. States are adopting it as legal tender. Russia is working to make it legal tender. It's, it's, it's like the internet. It's not going the way it's not going away. So, and, and let me just say there's Bitcoin and then there's cryptocurrency, right? Right. And, and then the, the crypto space is totally different than Bitcoin. And I, I'm in both of it. You're probably not going to get rich investing in Bitcoin unless you're already rich. Uh, you know, unless you can hold it for 20 years. Uh, because Bitcoin is an asset, it's, it's gone up a million percent over the next last 10 years, right? It's still going up. I don't know how much, but. Hold on. Okay, so let me interrupt with that. Um, when did it start? You just said 10 years ago, 10 years? Yeah, well, well, the white paper was written in 2009. I was first okay. exposed to it in 2011. But when you say white paper, what do you mean by white paper? like your your one concept. page it's more than a one page but oh, like your business plan concept yeah okay. Okay. yeah about, about what it is and then from 2009 to 2011 that you know the the crypto punks the you know the, the people who do stuff that i don't know what they do i don't i don't understand it i can't explain it to you it's math but uh you know they did what they did in 2011 bitcoin came out and you could start buying it and uh I was always into network marketing and direct sales. So it, it's not a surprise. It came into my life in 2011. And I said to myself, I mean, this is the thing. If I was to get into this, I'd be rich 10 years from now, but I just can't do another thing. Like I have to like do something that isn't like acting uh, MMA, uh, you know, some crazy business idea. Risky, to, yeah. 
yeah, I had to like get grounded and I had to do something. And so it took me 10 years and to, to, to buy it. It took to 2021. And, and believe me, it's, it's a huge regret of my life. And I said things like, well, I don't understand it. So I'm not going to buy it. And so what, I, so I had a good friend who just kept on me six months, dude, you got it, dude, you got it, you got it, you got it. He just kept on me and on me. And I, and I started looking on YouTube videos and, and I found Ethereum and, and I started learning what Ethereum is. And when I saw that what this whole cryptocurrency space is, is they're building the next version of the internet. And Ethereum is the platform for that. So, right. so I first actually bought Ethereum because I got it, that click right away. Oh, they're building a new internet. And, and this is the platform they're building it off of. <clears throat> so I, I understood that right away. It, and I got into that before I got into Bitcoin even, you know, which, and then, and then shortly after into Bitcoin. And, and I, I cannot totally understand or explain it to you, but it's a ledger, it's math. And so there's proof of work, right? So one of the things you hear is the energy, um, right? Is that a question anybody you want to hear about? Sure. Yeah, well, they're always saying they're mining for Bitcoin. Yeah. Where yeah. is it? Why is it well, lost? Why do they have to go mining yeah. for it? And mining, doesn't it use? Can you just buy it? <laughs> and mining, I don't want to go mining for stuff. I want to just buy I'm it. I'm not a miner from 49er, right? But no, when they say miner, uh, I heard it uses. Oh my gosh, I love you. I love you. <laughs> oh my God, that's so great. That's so great. You know, okay. So, um, <laughs> You know, I did, I wrote out, I, I do podcasts all the time for my spiritual work and, and my and my business coaching. We have questions, David. We have questions. <laughs> and, and, I, and I wrote a bunch out and I and I don't ever do that. And I probably should have stuck to it, you know, because we, we could have got definitions and things like that. But that's a really great question. Okay. And and so proof of work. So they say Bitcoin mining, there's a proof of work, which it takes a lot more energy than proof of stake, but it still takes less energy than, than video games, than Christmas lights, than all kinds of things in the world. And, and, and what that means is it's doing computing. It's, 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 it's confirming that it's there. Again, you know, it's like, well, it's, a, it's not there, it's in a computer, but, but, but it's on a ledger. It's, it's, it's you know, it, you know, like you understand, there's a ledger. That's what banking like is. Like a program. It's an yeah, internet like program. program. Right. That's right. That's right. And it's constantly running and system. keeping track of all of the transactions. That's mining. right. <laughs> right. Constantly. So what does it mean when they're mining for it? Like, because that sounds like there's something. So, so they're like, creating lost. Bitcoin. Okay. So it's not lost but it needs to be created. So it's like, what is one of the things that gives gold value? And there's more than one rarity, right? It's been used for 5,000 years, but it takes an excessive amount of labor to pull that gold out of the ground, right? Or, or even out of the river stream, that's less, but still it takes a lot of labor. And so this is the work that's done to create the Bitcoin, to get the Bitcoin which is a virtual program, a virtual protocol, virtual money, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. And this may be too soon to ask you this question, but I was telling Kelly that I, I was doing some research with like top financial people, you know, that you respect mm -hmm. uh, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, those kind of people. And most of them seem to be um, on the negative side with Bitcoin. Do you think it's because like you said we, earlier, they don't really know what you don't know. You don't understand. It's not tangible. 
Or do you think people will change? No, I think Warren Buffett and Elon Musk and all those people are extremely intelligent. And what they're telling you is not what they're doing. You know, I mean, I mean, Warren Buffett might not own Bitcoin, but I assure you, he is very exposed to the industry. I promise you, Elon Musk, he's negative about the the energy, right? We call that fudding, right? So fudding, um, (laughs) creating fear, (laughs) uncertainty, and doubt, right? Gotcha. I don't know. Elon Musk bought a billion dollars in Bitcoin, you know, two billion dollars in Bitcoin. So uh, I mean, that that should tell you something, too. Um, Warren Buffett didn't buy tech stocks. Warren Buffett didn't like the Internet. Right. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, I wouldn't go by what they say. It's a matter of who knows, you know, who knows who understands it. And if you don't take an interest in it, you're not going to seek it out to try to understand it. They're already wealthy on with U.S. dollars. Sure. Here's another another question that I have about it though is okay so does it devalue the dollar does it does it right. why isn't the government putting a stop to it to me it seems like this is something the government would not allow you, like Kimber and I can't make Kelly and Kimber coins and start oh, selling that right wait 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 can we oh Kimberly can you you should if you're, <laughs> if you're in non fungible token. <laughs> Listen, if you're in the content creation business, okay, you absolutely want to create a token, you know, and you can go to rally.io, there's other sites, and you can create your own token. Absolutely, you can. But, but, okay. but listen, okay, it's hard for me, right? When someone says, like, why isn't the government putting a stop to it, right? I, I want to have a totally different conversation. Not with that it. that's what I want, but that's what I would think would happen because. Yeah, but, but they can't. Okay. You know, it's it's like it's like I said, I want to have a totally different conversation with you. Wait. Because it's like we're not ready to talk about Bitcoin yet. Okay. So how does Bitcoin work? You can use it to make transactions for purchases or use it as an investment. Bitcoin can be traded on the stock market like other stocks, and it can be exchanged to buy a product or a service. These trades and exchanges are recorded in a digital register that can be publicly accessed, called a blockchain. The Bitcoin network keeps record of all transactions and every Bitcoin produced by mining. Each Bitcoin has a public key for use in transactions and a private key, which is proof of ownership. So if the private key is lost or stolen, the owner has no alternative proof of possession. So the Bitcoin is just lost and many Bitcoins have been lost or stolen. I just thought but, about something like yes. Kelly said, um, why isn't the government, you know, doing something about it? So why aren't they like, then they're, they're escaping taxes too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you pay somebody money for services or goods, you have to pay a tax. So I'm thinking the government would want to be able to tax it somehow if they could. Right. You know, am I being totally off about that? It's recently been reported that President Joe Biden has issued an executive order for further investigation into the cryptocurrency world. So it looks like Bitcoin is here to stay, but it'll be interesting to see how the government gets involved. Listen, you have to pay capital gains tax on your crypto. Oh, you do? Like, okay, I, okay. I don't know what people think you can't pay taxes. There's no oh, way. I, I know. So the government- Not only could- am I not going to not pay taxes, I'm probably going to get audited. I mean, I don't know. But I guarantee well, that. Okay, that makes sense because you buy Bitcoin with dollars, right? That's how you buy it. How do you buy into it with dollars? Right. Okay. You, you can buy into it with with other currencies, but but okay. yeah, dollar is one of them. 
Okay. Okay. That makes a little more sense. And then, okay. So, and then, you know, then the other thing that people are skeptical about is they say it's a pyramid scheme that at some point, you know, it, it, you're, you're, you, you've given me a little bit more, a, a bigger, broader perspective of it. Cause it is kind of like gold and there's a finite amount of gold and we were once on the gold standard. So that's limiting the amount. Bitcoin is finite, right? There's only so much that's Bitcoin. Right. Um, and so once it's in people's possessions, all of it, all of it is in somebody's possession, then there's no more. And that creates even more value, right? The mining process uses computers to record transactions in blocks, which are verified by the recipient nodes and linking the blocks to other blocks, creating blockchains. The verification process, called proof of work, requires a cryptographic hash and a sequence of numbers that are used only once. This process will repeat until all 21 million bitcoins have been produced. At the time of making this video, the highest price of a Bitcoin had reached $44,141 when Tesla announced that they would accept Bitcoin as payment. But later they reversed that decision due to the concerns of energy consumption while mining for Bitcoin. And people are trading Bitcoin for products, right? They're buying things with Bitcoin or no? Well, El Salvador made it legal tender. So every business, including okay. McDonald's and Taco Bell, has to accept Bitcoin. Okay. It, okay, it, so that's that's it's, more... It's network processes more transactions than Visa and MasterCard. It's like, okay. I'm glad that you had me on and I am, I'm a good person. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. But, but it, it's like, again, if you're getting your information, like, like I heard a congressman... It was interviewed on the news and say, I'd rather have Californians invest their money in the lottery than crypto. Now, I don't know. I think that man should be dragged out and tarred and feathered. But do you really think that the lotto is an investment? Does any person think that? Do you think that? Would you? It's gambling. It's not. Well, is it comparable to Wall Street? It's, if it's, you're investing on Wall Street, is it the same idea? Well, no, it's not the same idea. Uh, Buying a lotto ticket is like, Oh, is, is, oh, no, is, no, not lottery, but crypto. Is crypto it similar is. to Wall Street? So that's what, so when you say, you know, you can't create a coin or you can't, but you can create a business and you can create an IPO and you can take it, you know, through, through, through the stock through that way. So crypto is a whole new way. You can just think of crypto as like a stock or a dividend. It's like the token isn't being created in, in like, so Theta. So there's Theta Network. This is, this is a good example. And it is a streaming service like YouTube. So it has a working website. You can go to it right now. It's, it's not very good. It's not where, you know, but and it's, it has nothing to do with like a, a currency that you're going to go buy bubble gum with. The currency is how I invest. The cryptocurrency is how I invest in the company because I believe in it. And I see it's creating this brand new digital streaming platform. Like what is big right now? What do we all do? What are we doing right now? We're creating content. And what is the biggest is streaming content, right? So it's creating a decentralized streaming content. So what's the other problem with content is it's getting censored right now. You know, regardless of what you think, censoring content is it's not helpful, right? So this is a decentralized, you you know, it's it's run so the difference between like decentralized is it's run by the people who run the network and own the coins. So one person can't say, oh, I want to change this, right? 
does that make sense? Like what I'm saying? Well, what, do they have like a, a board of directors or does everybody vote or how? Yeah, like, and who's that person, Sajimoto or what's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, nobody knows who he is, right? We you guys didn't quite him. understand that. Uh, but okay, so I don't know who the creator of Bitcoin is. Nobody okay. knows who he sure. is. Um, most of the people that are experts in Bitcoin thinks, thinks he's dead. He's passed away. And, and that's something that people use, oh, and no one knows who created Bitcoin. Okay, like, how is that a logical and reasonable, like, a thought of why Bitcoin's bad? How many things do you know the people that created them, and they weren't good? <laughs> I mean, what, is, what does that have to do with anything, you know? That, that's I the whole people, point. I, I, was just, I guess people want to know how it started because it kind of gives it a, yeah, it validates it by yeah, knowing exactly. who created yeah. it. Like, why wouldn't you want everybody to know? Or, yeah, that's, that's why does it validate it? Because you know who created it. Well, because um, is it some? Is it a person? Is it a computer that created it? You know, I mean, do you know who created the pyramid? Who built the pyramids? Or who built? Oh, well, we have some idea. Stonehenge? Well, yes, yeah, no. but we're but not we're not using Stonehenge henge for um, currency to live or to buy things or, or to, to put, re, you know, investments in basically. Right. Okay. So just why, again, I'm sorry, why is it important to know where it came from? Like, why does that give it a legitimacy? I don't, because, I don't understand. Because that, well, I guess what's created the value is the fact that people are buying it, investing in it. Right. So that's what creates value. No, what creates the value is the, the mathematical monetary system that it's created that completely replace the current monetary system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the value is the ledger. It's the system. It's the math. It's the calculations. The miners, the people doing the work, it's because there's a, a complex mathematical equations happening to create the virtual property, the virtual asset, the and virtual coin. And from what you've heard, do you feel that like the dollar, the gold standard, I mean, you know, the dollar system that we use now, is that going to eventually fade away, do you think? And that's going to be replaced by Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, do you think? I, I mean, if it's replaced by Bitcoin, it, I don't think it, it, it's unlikely it would be in my lifetime. Um, it might. It, it, that, that doesn't mean that it won't, but I, I don't. Necessarily you, don't foresee think, it. you don't foresee that. I don't necessarily, but all fiat currency goes to zero. I mean, that, I mean, that's happened all throughout history throughout, you know. So right. pretty much the people that invest in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency are figuring it's just an alternative currency. We've still got the dollar. Well, it's not technically a currency right now. Okay. It's not taxed like a currency. And Okay. And that's what I was getting at. Why would the government allow it? But so what is, it's a thing that you it's invest an in. It's an asset class. Okay. It's an asset. Okay. All right. Well. What, yeah. Okay, then what about now the NFTs, the non-fungible tokens? What is with that? All the little uh, monkey things. Do you do any of those? Hey, yeah, I do. I, you I, do? I, you make money, you know. Did you make NFT. one? Have you made one? No, I'm not. This is what gets me excited. So what is an NFT? The non-fungible token is a digital piece of art, music, or video, or some variation of one of those, that can be bought or licensed with built-in authentication that proves ownership. It can be bought and sold over and over, and the creator will often get a license fee 
uh, for it. So um, it's kind of like the new, it's just artwork on the internet. No, I have not are created my own NFT. I have not created okay. my NFT yet. Okay. But, but, but th those are things that I'm looking to as a, as a content creator, as an entrepreneur, yeah. and looking into the future. Yeah, I, I just spent three days in a class lear learning about creating my own token, learning to create an NFT, or learning to create a DAO, a, D, a, a decentralized autonomous organization. So like, like that's another thing that crippled. Yeah. Now, this is going into something, but so it's like a group of people that get together that don't know each other and don't know who they are, but they all agree on something and they all have this certain level of trust and they tried to buy the constitution. They, they didn't get it. They didn't raise quite enough money, but it was, you know, so it, it's like there's Bitcoin, which you can just have a talk about. And then I'm kind of muddling it because I'm bringing in some crypto and I apologize for that because you said Bitcoin kind of only, but um. Bring me back in. I'm, I think I've gotten off. Reel them in. Reel them in. No, we, we, to us, it's all related. Crypto. Yeah, the Bitcoin, NFT. That's what NFTs. You yes. Okay. You know. so, so the NFTs, like, like, listen, it started off as like the crypto punks, right? Those are selling for a million. It's a JPEG. That's all it is. It's a JPEG. I know. Okay. Now there's like, I own like Boss Cat Rocket Club. And um, it, it, you know, it's tripled in value since I've owned it. And so owning this, it's, it's, it's part of like, I'm going to get to go to exclusive beach parties. I'm going it, to, it's, it's part of a whole metaverse that's being created. It's, there, there's functionality behind it. It's more than just a picture. It's, it's, it's like all those people that have those board, uh, eight, board, um, <laughs> board ape yacht clubs that you're referring to, right? Like yeah. they're going to have a party one day and you're not going to be able to get in unless you have one of those. And what if you're an actor trying to meet somebody in Hollywood or trying to get some, you, you know, it's, it's going to get you into it. It's, it's, it's going to be a okay. flex. So it's like a subway token. And once you own that subway token, you're the only one that owns that particular token. Nobody else has that same subway token which I don't think they use them anymore in New York, but, um, and then that gets you into onto the subway or to get to do it, this. It, they all have different things. They have communities okay. and they have, you know, some, some of them, it'll be a library card or a gym membership or like Quentin Quarantino created eight NFTs. I believe of never seen before footage of, um, Pulp Fiction, I believe one of his movies. And so, so you, you put it on the blockchain as an NFT, and now here it is. You own it. You're the only one who owns the and so never seen. The person before. that bought that owns it, and Quentin Tarantino does not now. He does not. However, if that person sells it, Quentin Quentino is going to get money. Ah, okay. Most likely. Like, because it's the first. Yes, the creator, like the brilliance of NFTs is, so there was a, um, a Canadian gentleman who was a, a black belt, a Brazilian uh, martial artist. And he fled Canada with his family and, and a travel trailer and, and a truck and, and not much money. And, and he was in the way to get citizenship in US, you know, that you need like about a minimum of somewhere around north of $100,000 to start a show you can start a business and everything. And he was barely feeding his family. He was a jujitsu. He had a community. He's got a big meme page on the internet. So he created an NFT project to see if he could save his family so he can stay in America. And he created, he made $100,000 from this NFT project. We let him stay in America. But now for the rest of the existence of these NFTs, when people trade them and sell them and buy them, he makes money for the rest of his life on it. Royalties. Okay. 
that makes sense so the creators of those you know property he's it's a property that he owns that he will now make money from anytime something he he made it he created it but now he's like he doesn't own it anymore yeah he's licensing selling the license he sold it other people but but he gets royalties from it okay you know so yeah yeah. and and it's like everything is going to go towards this nft space too everyone aha monkeys whatever yeah you don't i mean have you ever seen ready player one so for better or worse, that's where the world's heading. And you're seeing right now the very beginning of, of, of the metaverse and of, of you know, of the future. You see, everything's changing in our world. That, that, I, mean, I mean, all you have to do is look, right? right. And, and this technology, for better or worse, you know, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying I want to live right. in a virtual freaking world. That sounds awful to me, you know? That sounds because really I want real people. I want real people that I can touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but, but it is coming and so you know it's it just helps to understand it you know rather than deny that it's coming it is it's here a lot of it's already here and Perfect. it's just that's why we wanted to do the podcast we for the longest time have wanted to do something on bitcoin because we didn't understand it or what it was and i know there's a, a lot of people that have no idea what it is they don't have any understanding of it you're the only one that i know well i have another friend that i'm not in touch with very often but he, i i think he buys some you talk about like, well, what if you want to buy Bitcoin, right? What if you want to learn? So I'm telling you, I'm encouraging you to learn more information about Bitcoin. How would you go about doing that? Let's say, okay. So there's a great guy named Max Kaiser. He has something called the uh, the Orange Pill Podcast. Highly recommend it. If you're in the financial world, you might know Max Kaiser. He's been writing and financial reporting and for a long time. And he's been telling people to buy Bitcoin since 2013. And, I, and I'm pretty sure they have swan Bitcoin biz. Like that's a wallet, right? So you're going to, you know, so <clears throat> the thing about Bitcoin too is even like, you know, gold. We talk about, you know, so it's known as the king king's gold, right? Well, why is it the king's gold? Well, because the king can come to your house and take the gold. Nobody can take your Bitcoin. No, you know, they have to have your your password, your, your pass keys, which are, which I guess they could torture you. I guess they yeah. could steal it from you. But most people, you know, you have it written on pieces of paper in different places. You know, I mean, my mom has it because if I, something was to happen to me, nobody would be able to get that Bitcoin, not even my mother, unless she had that, that phrase, you know. That's a quick question. Um, it's like, you know, with the iPhone, you know, they won't, you know, open up someone's phone unless you have the password. What if you passed away and your mom didn't have the thing? What would happen? Uh, what you happened? Know? Yeah, so if it's on Coinbase, the exchange, it's going to be no problem. It'd just be like if it was on Robinhood. But if it's in a wallet, uh, uh, rather online or or a cold storage wallet, which is looks like a USB, and it's and you you know you plug it in, and that's where you hold your crypto. And it's your crypto. It's yours. You know, it's not like on the stock market. It's not really yours. It's the exchanges, right? But. It's yours. You own it. And it's it's all about personal responsibility, too, because like if you mess up in crypto, there's no one to call. There's no customer service. It's that's <laughs> that, that's what you're right. giving up for the decentralization. That but part that, scares me a little bit. That part scares yeah. me. A little bit. I, yeah, was, I can't remember any passwords. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I meant that, that, that I want to talk to somebody. Oh, talk yeah. To somebody. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, but listen, there's still places like BlockFi. Is, they have customer service. You can call them. You know, and, and it's just like, you know, you probably have cash or, 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 you know, whatever, even if you just have like, 
you can get 8% on stable coins from BlockFi and it's, and it's a centralized, you know, backed exchange that is, you know, whatever. I, I don't really want to promote BlockFi. I don't necessarily love BlockFi or anything, but coin. So anyways, to buy Bitcoin, <coughs> that's what you kind of meant is you wanted to know what you want to do if, if you want to buy it. Right. So again, you know, I thought about it. I, I was going to go to my Coinbase account. I don't want everybody to see all my financials and how much Bitcoin I have and all that. And I don't know how to do it. And, you know, right now with, without being able to it, but you just simply go, you're going to have to like show a picture of your ID. You know, you're going to have to send a picture of your ID. You're going to have to verify your information. You, you ideally want to get like Google authenticator. So it's a, it's a, a another level of security, right? Uh, to, to program your to, uh, safety, but you just go in, buy a hundred dollars on Coinbase and set it up. So every week you buy 50 or a hundred dollars of Bitcoin every Tuesday. And um, th that's really just the first step. That's what I really encourage people to do is just, and just start daily cost averaging. It's like, you know, basic financial advice is, is you pay yourself first. So every time you get paid, you put 10% of that money into a wealth of account or an account that's going to make you money. You're not going to use that money for any other purpose other than to, to, to make money, to buy assets that are, you know, or whatnot. So it, it, it's like the, the difference between, so I did that for years and, and I, and I killed the golden goose often, but I invested that money in education into myself. And so maybe that was good. You know, maybe it was good, but how Bitcoin has changed my life more than any other thing is I really, really finally have after 46 years and 25 studying, you know, how to create wealth is that it's finally dialed in now that 10%, that wealth creation. And it's like, and I have something that's exciting to buy. I get it. And I'm making money from it instead of just making some lame interest rate or whatever, you know, even it, you know, um, you know, there's lots of different ways to invest your money that, that aren't even stocks, but nothing's better than Bitcoin. Nothing right now is better than crypto. Now, if there's people making millions and billions of dollars in something, do you know what that means? They're rich. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, if somebody's making billions and millions of dollars, that they're rich, you know. But what that means is that people are losing a lot of money, too. So, so you, you have to realize that like it, it's like I'm not, you know, I am t learning how to trade and I might decide to trade Bitcoin. I probably will and Ethereum. But that's not what you need to do to benefit like that, that's like that's not a strategy I would even recommend it, you know. You just buy it and don't plan on selling it. It's your golden goose. Bitcoin is your golden goose. You just buy it and you don't sell it. And you don't even think about it. You know, that's kind of like what my uh, financial advisor tells me about stocks too. Cause you know, I have some money in stocks. And so when in 2008, when it went down and everybody was freaking out, you know, she's like, I didn't because I just, yeah, it's kind of the same advice, you know, cause it'll that's all long game. It'll that's right. That's right. Yes, that's right. And, and so it, that's right. It's a long game. You're not buying Bitcoin. It's like, I'm not trying to flip it, trade it, get rich quick, you know, but now the other side of crypto, like I want to be a crypto degenerate. I can't help it. That's the crypto degen is what they're called. <laughs> and it, and it's, it's because the lifestyle you're up, you don't like the, the Ethereum gas fees are so expensive that, that if you want to do something on Ethereum, you, you got to be up in the middle of the night 
to, to do the transactions. Now I'm up at 4 a.m. just because I'm an early riser. So it works out for me. I'm not a complete degenerate. Now I just said some things, you know what that means? Gas fees and Ethereum and, and all of that. Do you want to learn about that or should we stick on Bitcoin? No, I, well, I'd, I'd like to know a little bit. Yeah, of go ahead. Though. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so Bitcoin is a layer one protocol. Ethereum is a layer one protocol. There's other layer one protocols that are being built. And then you can build other things on top of that. Now, Bitcoin wasn't really meant, as far as I know, to have a, another la a layer built upon it, but it has. And that's the Lightning Network. Maybe you've heard about that. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how you send and you, you can. It's a system that's set up so you could transact um, send money, you know, send, send money, uh, charge money, all, all of that stuff, right? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's no longer expensive or cheap. So Ethereum is where Web.3 is being built off of. It, it's being built off of other things too, but Ethereum is the one that's the furthest out. This is much more likely to be a pyramid scheme <laughs> than Bitcoin. You know, when you really understand what those things mean, you, you know, because so many people have done pyramid type schemes. And I, I, what does that mean? I don't know. I hate saying that, but I could, us three could get together right now. We, we could start a crypto company. We could create a coin. We can get it listed on exchange. We could get some uh, celebrities to endorse it. We could hold the majority of that coin because we created it. We could pump the price up to $200. We could sell all ours, driving the price down to a dollar most people lose, you win. You know, you're a scammer for doing that, right? You're doing something that not everybody benefits from. So that's doing ill business. Now that happens in the crypto space. And guess what? It happens in every, anywhere where people can steal money from people or find a scam, they do it, you know? Sure. Um, so that is one thing, I guess it's important for me to take some time and, and, and right now it's getting more sophisticated. There's more people out there. Like if some hot chick on Instagram says, if you send me 0.1 Bitcoin, I'll give you point. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't send anybody your, your, your code. Don't send anybody Bitcoin and they're going to give you more and just ignore things. You know, I don't know what else to say about that, but it is, there is people taking advantage of people. Absolutely. Sure. That's good advice. That's good advice. Yeah. yeah. And so and what I mean with like gas fees, so like one of the things like with Ethereum is Ethereum likes to be, so there's Bitcoin and kind of like Ethereum is carving itself out as another thing. And then there's altcoins. Altcoins are everything that's not Bitcoin. And like I said, I'll say Ethereum is its own thing. Ethereum has been outperforming uh, Bitcoin as an asset class, as an investment. And it, so it's like, you know, you said the NFTs, right? So you, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta buy some Ethereum and then you really just gotta get your Coinbase wallet and then you gotta put your, or MetaMask wallet and you, and you put your Ethereum in your Coinbase wallet. You go to, you go to OpenSea, you connect your wallet to OpenSea and then it's connected. So that's like a web 3.0 function. All new websites are gonna have wallets that you connect and you're gonna actually be able to earn money from doing what you do because you think so we got web 1.0 right this is um well reading basically emailing and googling and reading stuff like ask jeeves right and then and then web 2.0 is 
we'll call it like Facebook, YouTube, right? All this kind of interaction where you're creating all this content, which, right, you benefit from it. I benefit from it because we might get clients or whatever. But the people who are really benefiting are, are the centralization at the top of the pyramid, the Mark Zuckerberg, the, the largest shareholders or, or whatever, they're creating from all the content that you're creating. You're not getting paid by them, right? They're, they're taking... So Web 3.0 is your, you will be able to, to benefit from the, the content you create, from what you do by earning these tokens, by using these platforms, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, are you with me? Yes. So is that what Jack Dorsey has been talking about, Web 3? Well, so uh, great question. Is, is that Great question. Okay. So Jack Dorsey is what's in the space is called like a Bitcoin maxi meaning all Bitcoin, loves Bitcoin. It's just all Bitcoin, which I, I certainly lean that way. It's just like I said, you, you, you're pro unless you're already rich, it's going to be hard to get rich off of Bitcoin or unless you learn to trade it, but just buying it. And, you know, it's if you want if a retirement plan, if you can buy Bitcoin for the next 20, 30 or 40 years. Yeah, that that's that's your absolute retirement plan. No doubt about it. But if you're looking to like make money and it's like, I don't, I, I, I'm cautious of how I word this or how I say this, but by all means, I'm going after it. I'm all in, right? This is the thing. This is like in Microsoft in the 90s or Google or Yahoo or YouTube. Like this is a life-changing opportunity to create wealth. And so that that's why I'm in it. It's in it. You know, and so there's there's all these different ways to do it. So so anyways, like going back to so you connect it and then you and you go to OpenSea and OpenSea is where you buy like the NFTs and you can look and you can buy the NFTs. Now, it's like for me, it's like trading baseball cards. I love trading baseball cards, right? And it's also even though it's pictures of monkeys, it has a rhythm like the stock market. You know, it has. It, it, you're not looking at candles and wicks, but it nonetheless it goes up and it goes down. I go try and buy at the bottom, sell at the top. You know. So I have to interrupt because this is what really gets me excited. The little NFTs because they're very cute. Yeah. Um, so let's say you buy one. Yeah. Do you Jack have to buy Dorsey, one? Let me let me talk about Jack Dorsey. Don't let okay. me forget. Sorry. Okay. But well, let's say you buy an NFT. And they're very expensive, right? You can't buy one for like 50 bucks. They're like hundred thousand. You could buy one for 50 bucks. You could buy one. They have, for they have inexpensive ones. Okay. So let's say I buy one for 50 bucks and is the price going to fluctuate every, or the value going to fluctuate every day, like the stock market. So how would I, so there's a place where I go and I can see the value of it going up and down. And then what if I, I decide to sell it, then I want to sell it when it's worth a hundred. I can yes, sell well it. So in the NFT world, it's, it's called the floor price. And the floor price is the cheapest that someone's willing to sell that NFT for. Okay. So that's what goes up is the floor price. And uh, yeah, you can apps. I mean, I, I'm absolutely right. The market's been really terrible. You know, it's been trading sideways and I'm not really trading doing, you know, there's no way to make money so in in the nfts I, I i'll be honest i listen if you get into crypto you're probably going to lose money you might lose all your money i have a friend he lost fifty thousand dollars he's believe me he's bummed it sucks you know you but it's it's i'm willing to do whatever it takes to learn this you know a lot of people that are multimillionaires from crypto right now at one point lost all their money you know and um excuse me i did i lost i lost you know it's like 
what am I doing? I'm spending $3,000 on a JPEG of a freaking vampire. Why am I doing this? Like I would never spend $3,000. Yeah, okay. That's like, my next question. What makes it valuable <laughs> to someone other than like, I like it cause it's cute. I think it's a cute little JPEG. And can I use it? Can I use it in advertising? Can I use it on my website? Can I use it in emails? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, so what's it worth if it's cute? I don't know. What's the most expensive Louis Vuitton purse worth, you know? And okay. It, I mean, right. So there's a flex okay. there, right? It's there's like artwork people. too. I heard it compared to artwork. What do you well, kind what, what of, but artwork? I'm going to say it's okay. ego driven. Nobody's getting a okay. $20,000 Louis Vuitton purse because they freaking need it. It's right. Or because it's even worth that. It's status, status, status. That's right. Okay. So this has that element of status in it, you know, for okay. better or worse. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just telling right. you. It means something. Having a okay. crypto punk, meet, especially in the space, right? You want to flex to your buddies. You want to have the coolest <laughs> bike, the coolest surfboard, right? <laughs> it's crypto degenerate. It's very male oriented. Okay. It's, it's very macho. A little bit, a little bit, you know? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So back to, in it, you know. But. Yeah. Back to Jack Dorsey. So what was okay for the Web 3.0? So he's criticizing yeah. Web 3.0, and and for good reason. And <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm not an expert on this stuff. I have an essence. I understand how the world works, right? In 1998, I was bodybuilding and getting in great shape, and so I was reading nutrients. And I went to the grocery store, and I discovered real quickly that the lean cuisine versus the stove or stovetop. You want to know what the difference between the two frozen dinners were? Is that the lean cuisine or the healthy choice, it simply had less an amount. So the calories were less. That was the only difference in the two products. And except that they charged more for the healthy one and put less in. That's right. So, so that has sent me on a lifelong journey of understanding how the world works. Because I was like, I just trusted the corporations. They have my best interest in mind. Why would that, that was your aha moment, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this is this is 1998. So I'm just I'm just giving you some some background. This I've I've spent my life learning two things, you know, meditation, spirituality, and how the world works by following the money. So, okay. So what was the question? So web 3.0. So web 3.0, Bitcoin is truly decentralized. There's not a CEO. There's not an office building. There's not, you know, conference calls. It does not work like that at all. Web 3.0 is, they say it's decentralized, but there's there's venture capitalist money. There's, you know, it's it's like all the problems that we have. Like, maybe maybe they're not problems. I don't know what the audience thinks, but but there's censorship happening right now, and there's things happening, and that's able to happen because there's one person in control, right? Again, it's it's like this one person. This, this girl I went on a date with, the last date we had. Because she was complaining about a coaching course because she liked the way that the coach did it. And then the coach changed the way that she did it. I said, right there, that's the difference between, you know, web 2.0 and web 3.0 between centralization and decentralization and in a decentralized network. Everybody would have had to vote on that change. There wouldn't have been able to just be the one person to change it. You know, for better or worse, that's sort of the difference. There's a consensus, right? So it's a little harder to control and manipulate. That being said, 
the web 3.0 if venture capitalist money and big tech getting money in it, it it's not going to be as decentralized or as censor proof i don't think as we'd like possibly i think that's jack what jack dorsey is saying it's it's not like and so and so the difference you know about like creating a coin and and it's like exactly you absolutely can do it and you can bring it to market in a way that you could never do it before into stocks maybe you could do it through penny stocks you know but but crypto it just gives you a way to bring your product to market the, so do you think there's going to be a lot of people creating their own cryptocurrency like are there going to be a ton of different kinds listen i think it i think stop calling it a cryptocurrency because okay. it, it's a currency only in its ecosystem. This is what you have to understand. It's a micro currency it might be a better way to explain it. You're only going to use this currency in this ecosystem, you know, but it's like you can, you know, you know, everything will be tokenized. Okay. So Bitcoin's a coin. It requires proof of work. Proof of stake is tokens and everything's going to be tokenized for better or worse. This isn't like necessarily a positive thing, but you're, you'll be able to own portions of a house or portions of this or portions of that. And that's interesting. And it's, I, I'm kind of getting off. I'm kind of getting out of my expertise of it. I can understand it, but it's hard for me to explain. Okay. So let me, let me say what I'm thinking right now. So let's say Kimbra and I want to start selling tokens for people to watch our podcast. Is that a similar thing? Like we would sell the tokens and they have all these tokens and we've got our catalog of podcasts and they have to spend a token every time they want to watch a podcast? No. I mean, that could be it. They, they could have to hold a token. Or keep them because maybe they think our podcasts are going to be really valuable someday. And I'm warning everyone, but don't here's the do thing. that. And don't spend so, your money on that. <laughs> so, so that. That's one level. And that's like fun and that's for you. But it's, it's not, it, what you're doing isn't new. What you're doing isn't new technology, right? right. This, this is bringing new technology to the forefront. It's okay. developing new technology. And this is how they're funding it, bringing it to market. Does, does that make sense what I'm telling you? Okay. So technology that we don't even understand or know about. Yeah. Well, like someone said, could you imagine complaining about not having HD on your iPhone in the in the in the mid 2000s or whatever right. you, you right. know no because you didn't know when it that you could have it okay. so, <laughs> so it's about no, future no yeah i don't we don't know what technology is going to be created out of this but it's okay. it's happening and it's you know it's, it's okay just, it's exciting it's exciting i can't you know i i want to live for a long time just to see what happens <laughs> yeah, live forever yeah. just to see can you imagine in 100 years what our world's gonna look like oh my yeah, God. Robots. a lot of robots i think <laughs> yeah you know i i'm not necessarily an advocate of technology even you know i don't necessarily think technology is a totally positive thing but there's just things about life that they're gonna be gonna this happen. way and, but, you know, we always trade convenience and for quality, it, it, it seems like, yeah. you know, the microwave. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, we're losing well, a lot well, by gaining say, convenience. I, I don't, you know, I believe for society to go on and thrive, we have to go back to quality and community. And, and that's why I'm passionate again about this space is because it's such a powerful community and things thrive on community. And it, it's, it's like, 
people might think you might think you love going to target because you love going to target, but you don't have a freaking choice. That's by far like your best option to go to target. And someone made you think that you wanted to go to target and I've lost my train of thought. I don't even know why. Well, I'm that's right. because that's all we know. It's because it's don't all know, we know. We, don't, right. we don't have any other choices. And that's, that's all right. we ever, it's, you know, throughout all of history, people, that's why a lot of people are fighting change. You know, they're always fighting change because they want us to be like 1950 or 1980 or whatever. And we wouldn't be where we are now. We wouldn't have cars and planes if we hadn't, if we had had that mindset where we always want to just, well, this is what I've always known. So this is what I'm always going to keep doing. And it's got to be the right way and the best way. So yeah, I, I think I welcome technology. I think, you know, we have to decide how far we want to go with it and, and how we want to use it. It's good right. to have it available. And then we need to figure out how we want to use it. Do we want to lose our human experiences and our spirit? Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, it's neutral. It's it's the it's the it's the human element that. Yeah, and for me, I'm afraid that they're going to take over at some point. You know, because and the robots are going to kill us all. Like we might be robots, so they're you know they're talking about implanting. You know, Elon Musk wants to implant that thing. Listen, here's the downside of it. Okay, is Bitcoin for all we know could be created by the CIA, right? Who knows? Typically, the way that it works is is the government knows about it, and they let it get worked out in the private sector, and then they sort of take it over. Like, you know, maybe it's conspiratorial to say that Mark Zuckerberg didn't invent Facebook, but I mean, amongst people who know, they they sort of know that that's not, you know, you know, Elon Musk didn't invite invent tesla right conspiracy a conspiracy right right? so you know a lot of these these things we don't know where where they really come from so i you know i can't tell you anything for sure but bring me back on track here we're talking about bitcoin how to 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 buy bitcoin so the blockchain technology the fed coin the the the, the fed coin or the central d so that could create a complete um uh dystopian uh, communistic complete totalitarian control top down and put and make us complete slaves the 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 same technology that i'm talking about and telling telling you to go buy right it it absolutely can be used right because if if one person gets control of all of it eventually then not one person can you got to remember that it's it's like to run things that it, it, it the proof of stake and the proof of work it, so there's nodes, there's like things are running on, on many individuals. So there, there's like a, another project is um, helium that I like. And, and so you can, and helium is proof of work. You can mine helium. So a lot of people are doing that. That's a great way to create passive income. You can get a Bobcat miner for $500. You just need an interconnect connection in your house. You plug it in. It, it costs you a few cents a month and it mines, it, it runs. I know you don't understand what I say when it mines. So just, it's the word that's used to describe that it's working and doing what it's supposed to do. And it's helping the overall network. And what the network is, is it's like analog 5G, or I, I don't know how to explain it exactly, but it's a tech, it's a, you, you know, how a lot of people don't like 5G, how a lot of people are, well, th- this is, so this is, gives you the technology without the, the whatever negative side effect that, that, that the people don't like the 5G about, but it's being run by people like, by you or me or, you know, Joe down the street getting the Bobcat miner and, and mining and, and supporting the network. 
And there's things called nodes and nodes are what run the network. I can't even go in to what that is. It's something in your computer that does something. And if you want a node, you have to own X amount of the token to, to run right. it. You know, so okay. just to get you us back on track, David. So say um, I had $50 that I wanted to buy Bitcoin. Yes. What would I do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us where to go and what the steps are. Okay. So there's many places, like I said, right. Google where to buy Bitcoin. I'm going to tell you, go to Coinbase, okay. right. set up your account, buy $100, get the 5 or $10 in free Bitcoin. And then automatically, you can just set it up like you should. You do in your other accounts. We just automatically buy Bitcoin. Okay? okay. Now, if you want to buy more, so Coinbase will charge you kind of a lot of money to, to buy it. But you can buy it on Coinbase Pro. Once you have Coinbase, you can have Coinbase Pro. And you can buy it for cents, right? Cents. You can open up a BlockFi account, which, again, this is back. This is a centralized thing. And you, you'll get 4.5% interest on the Bitcoin that you buy. You know, how you do it, I'm not going to sit here and walk you through it. You go there and you follow the directions, you know? Sure. And Those are the, that's where you would go. Yes. We're going to put the link below. Places. Yeah, you can go to yeah. Celsius.com. Now, Celsius, it, or it's probably not .com, it's, but Celsius. Um, and it's a decentralized network. That's so, so there it's risky. It could be, there's a chance it could be hacked. There's a chance that it's not going to be back. Uh, but you can buy it there, you can store it to get it there, and, and they're giving 6% interest, you know, so, so you, there's a plethora, you can go to KuCoin, I mean, I could go on and on of all the places, probably just go to Coinbase and buy the Bitcoin, don't buy it on Robinhood, when you buy cryptocurrencies on Robinhood, you don't own the, you don't, you don't own it, it's a you're just investing in it, what's that, you're just investing in it, yeah, it's a derivative, it's owning it, um, and owning it, Okay. So then let's say you buy it and you say, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to cash out. How do you cash out? I mean, I, I mean, I can literally, you know, <clears throat> so there's a couple ways. Okay. Coinbase, if we're just on talking Coinbase, right. For the most basic Coinbase has a debit card. So I use Coinbase debit card and I get 4% cash back and whatever crypto I want or 1% in Bitcoin. And um, I can literally like, like, I don't know, like if I was an emergency, I could, I could go and I could just switch my card to Bitcoin and I could spend my Bitcoin on my card, you know, if I needed to, or I could cash it out. I could just turn it into money. So I sell my Bitcoin on the exchange. I, I convert it into, into USD and, and then I can literally like cash it out like you do on PayPal, maybe, you know, where you send it like, you know, and you can pay a fee and get it instantly, or you can wait a day or two right. or three and, and get it free. Okay. That's good. That's good. It helps. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, we've got a better picture of the whole thing and um, less skepticism, at least, you know, I'm not as skeptical about it now. Yeah. You made it seem more palatable. Yeah. Well, again, thank you. Thank yeah, you for joining us and about educating us. <laughs> this is the one thing I'll tell you to leave you with is, is the term that you want to, you want to start stacking stats. So Stack. one Bitcoin is a hundred million stats. A stat is the lowest denomination of a Bitcoin, right? And so you want to stack stats. So it's like, let's say Bitcoin was a dollar bill and the stats are pennies. Kinda. Kinda. 
but a lot more pennies. Yeah, it's a denomination of it. That's right. That's that's right. So you want to stack stats because denomination. Okay. So stats are the parts of the Bitcoin. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're probably not going to be able to stack Bitcoin. Okay. (laughs) Then you become a Bitcoiner. So and and so you stack stats and 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 eventually you have to get away from thinking about one Bitcoin equals fifty thousand dollars. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. One stat equals one stat. That that is how you want to start programming your mind to think because that will be the future. So David's calling them stats, and they are also called Sats, which is short for Satoshi's, which um, Satoshi Nakamoto is the inventor of the Bitcoin. So they're kind of like a, a penny is to a dollar, but there's a hundred million sats or stats or satoshis um, to make up one Bitcoin. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, all all new stuff. My head's like, I know. Um, And I like this though. I think it's good. It's important to be educated uh, about financial stuff. And it's just, it's making me think, Kelly, we should do more financial things, you know, it'd be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really um, interesting to see, like you said, David, how the world works, because I think our generation was not taught a lot about how the world works. A lot of it was. uh, Well, no generation. Huh? No, no generations are said, hey, yeah. this is how. Well, I guess that's true. But I, I really feel like our generation was um, left out of a lot of. Maybe we were. I you know, a lot of behind I, the scenes, how the, the mechanics of how things were. And maybe part, you know, we're part to blame too, because we didn't want to know. You know, we didn't care. Yeah. We were well, busy. We're doing other things. Is, is bliss. Um, my father was sort of a rebel, Bernie Sanders type. I always tell you that. And so he was always teaching me like, you know, question, question, question. <laughs> Yeah, question yeah, everything. That's yeah. the key. Yeah. It, it's like when the media tells you something about anything, but about Bitcoin, you don't say, oh, that must be true. You say, well, why are they telling me this? Right. right. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's a reason behind it. Yeah. Especially always. if they don't want you to know more about it and they're trying to be negative. You want to. Yeah. Whatever. They shape the culture. They shape your mind. They shape whoever's in charge. You know, they're shaping reality. You know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I love you. Thank you for having me talk about <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin. Yes, yeah. I'm good to see you, David. It's been too long, but I'm yeah. glad that I got to reconnect with you. So I was yeah. telling my mom Thank how you. I'm getting interviewed by someone who dated Duff McKagan from. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's way back when. <laughs> yeah, way back when. Oh gosh. Anyway, well, good to see you. And again, thanks for sharing your knowledge. We will not hold you to any financial advice or anything. Um, we're, we're just going to put a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to learn, you know, about something yeah, that's new. This is how you do it. And I'm trying to learn it deeper by teaching it. Mm-hmm. That's true. When you have to teach something, that's when you really know it. Or you, it yeah, you forces look. you to articulate, you know, things yeah. that you haven't really thought about. So true. All right. True. Well, Thanks for coming take care, on. David. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.